welcome to Midnight Waves, episode 81 for Monday, May 31st, 2021. My name is Chris. My name is John. And this week, we have new albums from DMX and Lou Barlow. Yeah. Careful by Sebado. Lou Barlow. By, yeah. Yes, led by Lou Barlow. Uh, one of our featured reviews today. Welcome back to Midnight Waves. Yes. Episode 81, I believe. One? One, yeah. Ooh, is that oh. what he said? I already forgot. Ah, I just said it I several seconds ago. Yeah, 81. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that would have been a, an issue. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. And anyway, hope yep. you guys are doing uh, doing good. Hope you're having a good week. Most of you probably vaccinated by now and living life. And living in life, yeah. Things are starting to get back to normal, I believe, in the States and the UK. Yeah. Don't know where I also I listen as well. Australia. I believe. Another lockdown in Melbourne, maybe. I don't know. Is that right? Yeah. They're constantly having... Because they've got no herd immunity there, have they? Because they're just locked down from the beginnings. So. Oh. Is that like the same situation in, in New Zealand? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. But they've still been pretty good for a yeah, while. Yeah, I guess so. does help having like a tiny population. Yeah. A lot of sheep. <laughs> I wonder if sheep can get it. Maybe. Wasn't there th- like a thing in Japan, like a dog got coronavirus? That's what we heard about it once in the news, and that was the end of it. Like a dog had like really? a fever and like st- struggling to breathe. Do and dogs shit. have fe- like? I don't know. Does that mean like because dogs sweat through their nose, right? Oh, do they? That's why their noses were. Oh, think. okay. Or like their tongue. Okay. They don't have sweat glands, right? Oh, really? So okay. It's like you're like stroking a dog; he's all wet. Right. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. Yeah. So does that mean like just like tongue is pouring sweat? Like, <laughs> I wonder must how be that a works. Fun, fun time. Yeah, yeah. But um, good old Japan's got like still less than like six, seven million vaccinated. Oh, it's they, taken like been, four months to get to that point. Did, well, but also <laughs> we've had some great, uh, great classic Japanese fuck ups with the oh, vac- vaccinating yeah, 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 that's too. Right. Yeah. Using the same needle twice. Oh, uh, same needle twice, yeah, right, right. Giving empty vaccines to people. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing they didn't get any air bubbles in <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. What's the latest target? They're saying they want to get all over 65s vaccinated by the end of July. Why haven't they done it already? How can it take so long? They were saying a million a day, like, a, a couple of months ago. Now it's like they just keep putting things back further and further. But Olympics is top priority. Yes. I, I think the biggest problem with Japan is that Japan didn't make a vaccine. Yeah. And they, I feel like the government were like they didn't trust. really holding out for mm. someone in Japan yeah, yeah. Okay. to make a vaccine. But I read a story that said the reason nobody in Japan bothered making a vaccine is because the government wouldn't give them any money to do the research. Right. So that's literally why Japanese scientists were like, well, fuck that. We're, like, we're not paying for it, right? Right, so, right. So... But also, like they recently approved the Moderna vaccine from the from America, which 
I like that one. Mm. And also that British one, which causes blood clots. So I'd really prefer not that one. <laughs> yes. I wonder if we can choose. We can't. I so guess someone be getting one. Not the Alpha <laughs> or whatever it was. Which like company? Alpha? I, I forget the name of the, uh, the Astra, company. Astra, no, Astra. Astra, yeah, the, that, one. Geneva, that one. Geneva. Something, like Astra yeah. something. Yeah. That's the one that has caused some blood clots and problems in Britain. And if I can't choose, then I'll just choose not to, I think. Mm, for now, Sorry yeah. that makes us two Trump supporters here, two alt-right well, Nazis. No. For, I mean, if it comes uh, to, if I have to have it to travel, I will get it. I won't go if I'm, you know. I just really would prefer that Moderna one or yeah, yeah. the uh, the other American. Well, I just three. Not the Pfizer. The Pfizer. Oh, yeah, the Pfizer is okay. Pfizer, yes. Johnson Johnson, not so much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Heard some bad things. Yeah. About that. But anyway, I don't know. I mean, there's a bunch of them, right? There's like Russian vaccines, all this <laughs> just shit. Just like order it, like 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 buy something make, on Amazon, you know? Yeah. It's like click. I'll have that one, please. Less chance of death. I'll have that one. I, yeah. I like. I know some of them are like just one shot as well. Oh yeah, that's kind of scary in a way, isn't it? How powerful would it have to be? But you don't require the booster. Thing, like you have to do this shit every single year from now on. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like I've never got the flu I've shot. Never got the shot. Yeah, that's true. But I'm so. not against the idea of not dying, so <laughs> getting infected and dying from you know this this thing. So you wouldn't I mean, die from I'm influenza, would you? I mean, I am pro death, but <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, <laughs> you're pro death, not pro life, though. <laughs> okay, you're all for the death, <laughs> like Bill Burr. Like, yeah. That's yeah. Right, yeah. When I'm sitting in traffic, it's like, how many? Yeah. How is the coronavirus not taking care of any of these <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers? Yeah. That's right. At two thirty on a Tuesday. Why afternoon. are all these people here? Where are they going? Yeah. Do you need to be in your car? Exactly. I have to go to the supermarket buy like one like bottle of water. Oh, like so when it's like, fucking it, like we had the rainy season here recently. Is that early. finished already? I believe it's, like it's more gone. or less. I mean, <laughs> it was pretty, yeah, pretty shitty for a couple of weeks, but. Mm. Like on the rainiest days, you would go out and you would see like an eighty-year-old woman on a fucking bicycle wobbling down the street, right. all over the place, like just torrential rain. It's like, do you need to be outside? Right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, is there yeah. anything that you could have done differently? to avoid this situation right now right it just doesn't make any sense to me at all it's like i'm outside because i have to go to work exactly but if i didn't i wouldn't leave the house what's she get what's she doing yeah yeah going to like uh tend to her crop i (laughs) I wonder i actually drive past these three old ladies who just sit together next to like a tomb that's just randomly strewn around the middle of the like neighborhood <laughs> you know like Japan is a weird thing of yeah. like maybe back in the I don't know what it is maybe back in the day people died they made tombs and then they were like fuck that we need the land so they just started building neighborhoods around the tombs I don't know if that's uh, how it worked okay. or not but in uh, near the place where I work where my business is there's like a tomb there and there's just these three old women sitting there talking like every day chilling with their ancestors i don't it can't be like that's just their like hangout spot Oh, okay 
Unless they're prostitutes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and that's you, the corner. Maybe you uncovered like this old age prostitution <laughs> ring. <laughs> uh, I was told once that the most popular pornography in Japan is like milf and cougar porn. Oh really? That okay, I see. I that's know. kind of a thing, like a lot of places, isn't it? But the most popular. They also, they also like literally grandmas and grandpas. Oh, you get yeah. grandpas banging the, the young women, don't they, in Japan? I yeah, I mean... But the gra- banging the young guys I th- banging I the grandmas. I think it's because so many Japanese people have, like, crazy mommy-daddy issues oh, and never okay. got any love. It's like a... Oh, well, okay. not, or too much love in the men's case, I guess. Uh, yeah. Too much mommy love, so when they get older, they're, like, subconsciously looking for a sub... Like, a spare mom. Weird. Yeah. Fuck that. So I, I think, remember, like, a... A person we both know, a doctor of uh, mm. a physio type doctor ah. that we both know, right? Told me that story once, and I was like, "What's that about?" And he's like, "No idea. Like, <laughs> why? Why would anyone want that?" Yeah. <laughs> but you know, mental. Yeah. Anyways, if you're into that, you know, no shame. Yes. No kink shaming here at Midnight Waves. If you email us, email us we can give you a, a, some links. <laughs> no, not <laughs> yeah. we. I mean, we can point you in the direction of some possible links. <laughs> John's also no, no, from no. his vast archive of no, you know, granny porn. You know, there are certain places one could possibly go to. If so, yeah. one so wished. <laughs> I guess probably Japanese granny porn is probably more palatable because they're not quite so like just wrinkly and sagging and like yeah like anytime you like accidentally see like a picture of granny porn with Ugh. white people it's Eesh. just oh it's horrific. just like Ooh, burn my that, eyes out that please. should be covered up those clothes should never come off even in the shower like just this should be pitch black yeah anytime those clothes come off exactly blindfold and, the actors <laughs> <laughs> the camera crew you imagine like being one of those young like that's how desperate you are to make money it's like yeah. what am I doing today it's like oh this 80 year old woman Ooh. Like, well, I wouldn't do that for question a huge amounts of money <sighs> well actually that's a question isn't it for millions I might depends how yeah. bad your drug addiction is I guess <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> true well, on that beautiful note, hmm. and if you're still here for some reason, <laughs> that, well, we know that concludes. We know you're still here. That concludes the uh, all, all of our listeners' disgusting <laughs> pornography discussion of the week to kick off this music <laughs> review podcast. And uh, I guess we should jump right in the news. Yeah, nice. Okay. Oh, we should we should sample you saying that at the end, <laughs> yeah. just to save time. <laughs> <laughs> save time. Uh, anyway, uh, what's in the news? Well, let's start with some more light-hearted stuff, and uh, we have some news from a uh, Midnight Waves favorite. Oh yes, from uh, Ramona, Ramona. across the Smashing Pumpkins nice. have announced the first of their archival releases. Yes, a live in <clears throat> Japan album. <clears throat> From 1992. Oh, yeah. yeah. A few years now, Smashing Pumpkins leader William Patrick Corgan has talked about putting archival releases of previously unheard material this mm. weekend as part of the 30th anniversary. Mm. So technically, that's 31. S- celebration. For the, the for live Gish. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 30 years since they released Gish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess they did like a two hour live stream QA listening thing okay. with 
Ramona was Ramona there and uh, Jim Jimbo Chamberlain <laughs> didn't have Ramona I don't know I didn't watch it why would I watch two hours of Billy Corgan talking but <laughs> oh, that, he's, oh he's so just yeah. he's it so reminds boring. me of another bald ugly friend of ours who doesn't seem to understand humour <laughs> oh Right, yeah. right. Um, anyway, they announced the first release will be this this show from Japan, a club. Uh, I don't know. I never knew how to pronounce this. I knew this club when I first lived in Japan. It's spelled C I T T A. I don't know if it's Sita or Sita sounds like something Kita. like that. Sita maybe, or Sita. Uh, no, maybe not. But it's in Kawasaki anyway. So I actually I know that club because a lot of bands played there when oh, I really lived cool. in in Kanagawa. Yeah. And uh, it's from February 92. Here's a set list if you're interested. A little bit interesting. Actually, I would like to hear this. It starts with Drown. That was the first track, which is obviously nice. a big song for Great. me. Uh, Tristessa, Slunk, Window Pain, Bury Me. Snail, Siva, that's oh, a great shit. song. Luna, somehow oh. already in the set then. Blue, I Am One. Nice. And Silverfuck. Oh, uh, what? That's closed, an amazing set list. The, the show there. I'd like to listen to that. They do have a pre-order for a limited edition purple swirl vinyl, if you're mm. interested. But the uh, two, mm. two LP set isn't expected to ship for at least six months. So that's a bit of a... When you're forgetting about it by the time it's yeah. out. Yeah. Like all those um, things. But yeah, speaking of, of Gish there, Billy mm. William did a, an interview with uh, Rolling Stone. Oh, I read the same article. Yeah, yeah. In which he uh, recounted the range of bands that have been influenced yes. by Gish, in From particular Pearl Jam and Queen Nirvana. Of, Queens of the Stone Age, maybe? Uh, I, 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 I didn't even see the whole part. So yeah, Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder yeah, certainly so he, uh, praised he it. He quoted, I remember mm. having a conversation with Eddie Vedder when we were on tour with the Red Hot Chili Peppers in late yeah. 91, he told me how much of an influence Gish was on their first yeah. record. Not feeling that one. Not, Not feeling seen that, it, but I mean, I, I think Gish is great, but I don't see any correlation between Gish and 10, Definitely. especially when 10, you know, most of Pearl Jam had already made like mm. the Mother Love Bone album and the Temple of the Dog album. What yeah one one thing I did, read in that was interesting was how like Gish never got any MTV play did it a zero right I, I think I think I am one did a bit after Siamese Dream right. so that's why they didn't really get big till Siamese Dream right? yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. but he had yeah. like well that was a, like a confusing quote here as well because I said through the years I've talked to many people who pointed to Gish as the game changer blah blah which I think is fair enough mm. um that's a bit his words. This the is game changer part. Yes, of okay. course. Not me. <laughs> no, 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 I know, but, like, um, but that yeah, sounds so yeah, typical. Corgan said the album had a lot to do yeah. with how Nirvana's Nevermind was recorded. Obviously, Butchvig oh, produced yeah. both. True. He's, he said they gave us a very modest budget and wanted us to get our feet wet. So they were stuck. That's a sick, bad, bad, bad uh, quote there. But they stuck us in the corner with this no name producer named Butchvig to make a record that in mm. their mind was going to fly under the radar. They were positioning us for what they felt we could go later. Our record started selling like crazy. Mm. And they start thinking, maybe we're onto something. Around the time they're trying to figure out what to do, here comes Nevermind, and here comes 10, and the game is instantly changed overnight. So did Gish start selling like crazy? I honestly, I'm not saying it didn't. No, I, don't I just don't feel like it did. Mm, I don't think it really did. 
It was like an indie classic, wasn't it? Where it became an indie classic. It was classic. like because alternative rock. Classic. I mean, like I, I couldn't have pretty much couldn't have been more tuned into like the alternative rock scene in, yeah. in the early nineties. I was like the first kid I knew, everyone like in my school who liked rock music, mm. basically came to me for all these bands, the Pixies, or when Nirvana first showed up, and all this shit. Yeah, Gish. I didn't hear the Smashing Pumpkins until Siamese Dream. Yep, yeah, same. So Gish had no like you know, I I might have heard I am one at some point, but I don't think so. But I do remember I do remember like after falling in love with Siamese Dream and trying out Gish, I was like I was I just thought it was so impressive, really. It was so cool. I never liked it anywhere near really? as much as Siamese Dream, yeah. but I I think it's a great album. I might great is a strong word. It's like Louis C.K.'s hilarious bit, but um. I think it's a really good album, and I did buy the the box set re-release of oh, it. And really? I think there's uh, amazing songs on there for sure. I think Seaver and I Am One are fantastic. Snail, was it? I like yeah. that one. But I, I never thought it was even close to as good as mm. Siamese Dream. Oh, I, I agree. So, it's not on that level. So it, yeah. it was always kind of... Like, I bought it, like, side... Well, not sight unseen, sound unheard. Yeah, 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 same. <laughs> and I liked it, but it always felt just a little bit like more gothy and more kind of not quite mm. where I wanted to be with my alternative mm. rock guys. Right, right. But I, I mean, I still think it's a really good album. But yeah, I never heard of it selling a lot. But the way Billy, you know, WPC is talking about it, they're like, you know, just like this absolute game changer. It's like, well, it's, it's as so if high it went, and mighty, like quadruple platinum yeah, before exactly. like Nevermind and, yeah. and like 10 came out. And it really, really didn't. I, I think they were far behind like Alice in Chains and Soundgarden yeah. at oh, that yeah, point. True, true. Yeah. That's right. Already. So. They must have been influenced by what came out after it to make Siamese Dream. Yeah. I reckon. Well, obviously that's a you know that's a very different sort of sound that he created on the album, but I, I mean, know. he definitely had like he was very mm. attuned to the sound he wanted. If you read anything about how the mm. album was recorded, but yeah, yeah. Um, on the flip side, he noted that the band My Bloody Valentine was the deep influence for Gish. Mm. And he said, that's a funny story. We became friends with the Valentines. One time Kevin Shields was on our tour bus somewhere. He said, I really like that song Daydream. And I said, you should, because I got it from you. Okay. <laughs> Which My is... Daydream. Yeah. Is that the one that that's Darcy, Darcy sings? sings, sings yeah. On, yeah. Worst song in the album for me. Yeah, it is not yeah. the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... It's not bad. I mean, it's just, I think it's I mean, like an album closer, isn't it? It is. I mean, just Darcy has like the charisma of like a 90 year old Japanese person. Like, <laughs> oh, like, just absolutely nothing going on when she sings. <laughs> like the, One tone. True, true. I, I, like, it is the definition of monotonous the way yeah. she sings. No offense to Darcy, but. I wish she was still in the band, but it's not like she had any discernible talents of any yeah. kind. So True. it was just kind of cool. They had this very blonde girl playing yeah. in an era where, like, the bands like Soundgarden, like they were such dudes. True. Like Alice in Chains was such dudes, right? Like, oh yeah. So it was kind of cool that there was a girl in the band, but that was about the limits of it. Yeah. Anyway, if you're interested in picking up that vinyl, I'm sure you can head over to. Uh, 
Billy's Instagram and be insulted and blocked it. <laughs> but hopefully find the links. It's like, I'd like to buy this, like, uh, this Gish thing. No, it's rubbish. You can't buy it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why are you fucking promoting like, Gish it? Gish is my favorite album you ever did. Blocked, Blocked troll. Troll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid. WPC. Oh, sorry. I was going to press a keyboard uh, <laughs> key there, but I wasn't sure which one. The Mr. Garrison one. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I, I moved that now. <laughs> Don't worry, listeners. Hopefully, the soundboard will be much less offensive going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else we got in the news? How about oh, the uh, MM? Marilyn, oh, Marilyn, Marilyn Manson, yeah, I got that, that year. Um, and that accused of another sexual assault <laughs> in a new lawsuit. He's doing very well. Former girlfriend of Marilyn. How many girlfriends has this motherfucker had, eh? He must have like hundreds, like that guy in uh, uh, Kiss. What's his name? Uh, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Yeah. Maybe thousands. Must be like Walt Chamberlain, the fucking NBA player. Oh, yeah, that guy, yeah. <laughs> Marilyn Manson. But yeah, he, uh, another lawsuit filed against him, mm. claiming he raped and threatened to kill her. Chased her with an axe? Is what's yes. this? Oh God! Is uh, that another one? She she claims he showed her a video. <laughs> you know where it is. Another one. There you go. <laughs> don't just put him all on me. <laughs> I don't want all the blame for the soundboard. Um, she claimed he showed her a video he called Groupie, in which he ties a young fan to a chair, forces her to drink a glass of piss, and threatens her with a gun. Source close to Manson declined to comment on the lawsuit, but says the video was a short film that was shot by, by somebody <laughs> by Joseph Cultus a director photographer and collaborator Jesus of Manson um, yeah I mean this is he still is, running away from his arrest warrant I assume I don't know earlier this month a former assistant sued him for sexual assault battery and harassment in mm. April the actress Esme Bianco sued him for sexual assault and sexual battery claiming that Manson raped her chased her with an axe and yeah, cut her yeah. with a Nazi knife during sex <laughs> yeah. without her consent oh God. why if she said it's okay it would have been okay then to slice her up I mean I, I guess would you mind if I sliced you up with this nice do it sliced you up with this Nazi knife alright mate <laughs> go ahead yeah February, the actress Evan Rachel Wood named him as her alleged abuser. That she had given testimony de- uh, to lawmakers in the past. Mm. Um, yeah, he thinks uh, he's not. Do you know yeah. what I don't really get? Yeah. Oh, actually, he's also currently being investigated by the LA County Sheriff's Department for allegations of domestic violence incidents that occurred between 2009 2011 when he was living in West Hollywood. Hmm. And earlier this week, a warrant was issued for his arrest in New yeah. Hampshire on two counts of Class A misdemeanor simple assault stemming from an incident during a concert at the Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion. Mm-mm. Now, I know rock stars have a tendency to bend the law. How many times do you think you can rape somebody <laughs> with and like expect to get away True, with it yeah. like this guy must be an uh, I mean Trent Reznor I think pretty much said he was a complete psychopath and that's why he cut and obviously there's a lot of these stories are not being told right? Yeah, must be lo- sure plenty of people who have been paid people. off by him or whatever it is like I mean it's like you can't say it's shocking because he looks like that's what yeah. he should do but yeah. it's still like a person it's not a cartoon right like True. he's not a horror movie character 
And he's like not Rob ab- Zombie he's not looks ab- like he should yeah. be, but he doesn't. He's not above the law as well, it has to be said. <laughs> it's, you know? it's just... Like, certainly not in these days. I can't understand, like, the mm. idea that you'd be like, I'll just keep raping and cutting people. <laughs> like, <laughs> I seem to be getting away with this, so yeah. it should be okay. I am Marilyn Manson, These axes and knives should, should be all right. <laughs> like no they, one's going to notice. <laughs> like, why have a knife that belonged to a Nazi if you don't use it? Exactly. Maybe he eats his meals with it. <laughs> God, I like I'd like that if his cutlery drawer was just full of like Nazi just Nazi, Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, what a nutcase! I mean, I, I imagine he end up in prison. I, mean, for I think some, he, I, I think he's got to serve some. Fairly time, sure he? he's gonna end up Harvey Weinstein out of this. Oh, you reckon like life sentence sort of thing? Well, the thing is, I think from from the sound of it, to be honest. Because from some stories I've heard from people, the Harvey Weinstein thing was, a lot of it was actually much more consensual on the surface. More, it is mm. the abuse of power that makes Harvey Weinstein a disgusting person. Mm. But a lot of those women, whether you want to admit it or not, trigger warning, they did benefit from it. That was the point. Financially. Like, they got Co- Career-wise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, it's disgusting and he's a, an animal. And deserves to be in prison, but Marilyn Manson is literally a violent rapist from the sound of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I I don't know how many times Harvey Weinstein. I, mean, I might not know all the facts, but I don't know how many times he literally raped or cut or chased people around with an axe. Like, <laughs> yeah. like this yeah. is like serial killer behavior. Yeah, and from the sounds, it would be doing the world a favor. For and Marilyn it's amazing Manson. how anyone just went near him. Really, I mean, it's not like he's a handsome guy. I mean, that's. That shit always annoyed me with like metal guys. Yeah. Is that they're just, I mean, how many of them are not really ugly? Like, yeah. almost not, right? Exactly. There's like Chris Cornell and that's it. True, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yet, <laughs> yeah, that's right. They Chris all Cornell. just seem to be, it's like, like, yeah. oh, I had sex with 15,000 women. Like, and they're all like 19 year old, like, Playboy models. Like, what yeah. the, f- like, like, what's the appeal? I don't know. Like maybe the tats. Is it though? Maybe they got like huge dicks. I don't know what it is. You just remind me of a story from the uh, Howard Stern show where Courtney Love once said in the this was in the nineties that yeah. Marilyn Manson's a tiny penis, but the guitarist in his band Twiggy has a gigantic monster dick. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was not that then. Okay. <laughs> That's like, what a trash trash whore she yeah, is. Yeah, what a what a classy <laughs> statement. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck with me all these years, so <laughs> I, I think at the time Didn't I was you just once see appalled. Her? I have seen her cooter, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like inches from my face. That's amazing. Yeah, inches, inches from my face because she stays dove into the oh, crowd. I was in the right. front row, basically. All right. So her like sniz basically bounced off my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> God. She wasn't wearing any underwear. She wasn't because she kept putting her foot on the monitor during the show and you could just see her like box looked well used. Looked like a <laughs> Oh God! I have to censor this bit. <laughs> Look like somebody had like made a put together like a roast beef sandwich and then dropped it on the floor in a barber shop. Oh no, that's yeah. not a nice image. No, got to tuck those. I'm sure that folds our, back. Our listeners would appreciate that yeah. comparison. Like an old, old like slice of uh, kebab meat. 
or pastrami, perhaps. Ooh, that yeah. kind of one that would leave you with a, uh, you know, a toilet filled with uh, puke the next morning. <laughs> it's mm. one of those I just there was too many flaps and folds to contain. <laughs> <laughs> you never leave it, do you? No, sorry, <laughs> I knew you were going to keep going there. Well, you brought it up. No, I'm sorry. Okay, um, I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have mentioned it. <laughs> Don't mention those the those things. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, got any other little fun <laughs> tidbits? I, I don't know if you saw that the, the bass player from Megadeth was kicked out the band. Oh, I read that headline, yeah. 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 Was he an I, idiot? I don't well, know. Well, apparently so. He's been married. I don't know. It, it's kind of like a weird... I feel like I'm missing something from the story. So this guy's been married for 27 years. Some sex take came of him having sex with a much younger woman. But apparently... So I guess people assumed she was underage because the band kicked him out. But she wasn't, apparently. Oh, okay. And it was, he said it was, he was a victim of uh, revenge porn. Like, she posted the video. Mm. But for some reason, Dave, Dave Mustaine basically said he can never look at him ever again. Like, oh. he's so appalled that he cheated on his wife, I guess. Well, Dave Mustaine very, some uh, kind of saint, rock and roll metal attitude there, but... That's weird. I mean, apparently they, they had a lot of issues going back, but... He was like a founding member of Megadeth. Right. Their, their, their origin story is hilariously weird. It's like a crap movie. Right. Dave Mustaine kicked out of Metallica in uh. his apartment in Hollywood. Upstairs can just hear this dude playing, like, uh, I think, Running with the Devil, the Van Halen song, Baseline, over and over and over again. Yeah. Went upstairs to talk to him. That's how they started Megadeth. Wow. <laughs> like, what an insane, like bizarro coincidence now he kicked him out now he kicked him out of the band but for I, cheating on his wife I mean that seems to be what it is <laughs> they must have some underlying issues you wouldn't and no, do apparently that. they have a lot of yeah, underlying yeah, yeah. issues he actually left a... he was kicked out of the band once years ago oh, and okay. I think tried to sue the band and then he, he rejoined the band as a paid employee <laughs> right <laughs> some shit so there's obviously a lot of tension there but Jesus also their longtime producer said that he totally understands them kicking him out because he can never unsee the video like oh. apparently it's quite disgusting Ooh. but I, I have no idea what's happening there. why would you watch it anyway well you would though wouldn't you I wouldn't nah I wouldn't I guess so eh? I mean like maybe if TMZ mm. had a video of you having sex <laughs> I'd be at least curious about what was going on <laughs> I don't know yeah. I don't know yeah. you can't unsee it there, that's see. true yeah. and uh, last last little thing the, uh, do you remember the Gorilla Glue hair girl? Yeah. Oh, yeah. she like a hip hop star now or something? No, but uh, she has issued a cease and desist over the, the uh, song, My Hair, It Don't Move. That became a song. Well, actually, would you like to hear the song? All right. All right. My hair, it don't move. My hair, it don't move. It don't move. My hair, it don't move. You hear what I'm telling you? My hair. It don't move my hair, my hair, my hair. It don't move my hair, my hair, my hair. It don't move. So uh, that is uh, right. yeah. amazing lyrics. That that is uh, my hair. It don't move. Tessica Brown Tessica that is not Jessica T T Tessica. Tessica okay Tessica Brown the girl who went viral earlier this year after posting a video of herself putting Gorilla Glue in her hair 
has sent several cease and desist notices to people using a song that remixes her original video, TMZ reports. The track, which is attributed to someone named Coco Brown on streaming services, is called Bad Idea, uh, parentheses, Gorilla Glue Girl Remix. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, obviously, as uh -huh. you can hear... I love the internet. <laughs> ...prominently features her famous line there. Uh, celebrities who have posted the video using the song include uh, Damon Wayans and Cardi imagine B. imagine Snoop Dogg, no? Cardi B's kind of daughter was singing it, which was quite adorable. She's very cute. So did she get paid for that? No, that's the thing. Oh, so she didn't get anything out of yeah, it. Yes, so sucks. she says she she has no part of it and is not making any money for it, which I think is fair enough. Cause, yeah, you know, I mean, she should at least get something like for the streams. Yeah, at least as the primary artist, yeah, DJ yeah. Khaled stuff. My hair, it don't move. DJ enough for him another one to never be, never uh, enough never <laughs> <laughs> right let me tell you something i'm very smart very very smart that's right dj, DJ Khaled. thank you that's why you're a multi multi-millionaire for saying your own name <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of songs <laughs> but I, okay let's leave that anyway that's the news yes nice nice and, uh, well, I guess that's going to take us to our first uh, primary review, speaking of primary, and that is, unfortunately, DMX's <laughs> posthumous <laughs> album, Exodus. Why is it unfortunate? Well, let's find out. All right. His dog, like yeah. dog. Yeah. Okay. Not his pet. No. No. I, I, mean, I did figure. I, I guess so. But. I mean, yeah, like, well, yeah. the thing is, for obviously, hip hop slang, or you know, people like me who grew up listening yeah. to hip hop, calling people dog is kind of a common thing to call your friend. There's your like an bud. Right. There's like another track on here called Dogs Out. Is that also? Well, the thing is, DMX is heavily linked with dogs. So when DMX was a homeless oh, okay. child he oh. befriended the the stray dogs and shit oh, okay. it had a profound effect on his life so if okay. you ever watch any old like DMX videos or like music videos or whatever usually anyway. he's like turned into a, like a Dalmatian or, oh he not turns Dalmatian, into sorry, one Doberman wasn't that like Snoop Dogg did on that? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He kind of he did that shit yeah. too. But DMX always had the thing with the dogs and the like oh. barking and like the oh, okay. like a lot of like barking dogs so on his songs. There's a shit. reason for the, the so that. So that's dog why references. he's sort of using the dog thing there, and that's oh, okay. why dogs appear so much through the. I album. see. Yeah, I just was wondering about that this obsession. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, also like black people tend to call each other dog. Dog. When they're friends, dog like that, right? D A W G. 
I guess. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you think Snoop Dogg, Nate Dogg, right, Tim Dogg, there's got a lot of dogs in hip hop. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But that's my dog. Yeah, Tim yeah. Dogg's dank though. But yeah. yeah, what are you gonna do? I did find this first track quite annoying. I mean, just because it was so repetitive with that chorus and it's, la- it's, lack of lyrics. I mean. Exactly yeah, like I, I would say hip-hop. I would say this is one of the four or five best songs on the album. And it's still yeah. not very good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, this is a posthumous album. But he'd recorded most of it before he. I mean, died? they say that, that right? but there's yeah. so many songs that is DMX even in this first song? Like, I don't really know like, what's going on. Like, I think him. that it, the amount of DMX in some of these songs is insanely low. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've thought. And also, I think one of the problems, and I might be wrong, it might be the way it was intended to be in the first place, but because it's a posthumous album, mm. I feel like there's a lot of like heart-wrenching like ah. songs here. But when they put DMX into them, mm. and it's just DMX, like, <laughs> like it's so inappropriate for the sound of the song often because it was probably supposed to be more of like a y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here type song and like with big like banging beats not like so much like letter to my son oh that <laughs> like one yeah yeah, yeah yeah like, yeah which nice. i think is like arguably the best song but yes but it it's just i don't know as soon as dmx gets in the song it's like Maybe you could have calmed down a bit, DMX, if that's how the song was meant to go. Right. It it just feels a little bit more like he was expecting to make an album full of bangers, like a usual DMX album, yeah. and then Swiss Beats and who, who oh, that's the, right. the guy doing the hook there. Yeah. Obviously, I think he executive produced it. He was like DMX's like led like famous mm. collaborator. I guess he decided to make it some sort of like. Touching, touching like thing. like yeah. tribute to his friend and right. which I do understand but DMX sounds the least appropriate person on every song here <laughs> to me like his delivery it's like yeah. if you were going to remove someone from this album it would be DMX <laughs> it's funny how like there's that song uh, Take Control with um got Snoop Dogg and they used the Marvin Gaye sexual healing mm. there's all this like soulful stuff exactly. and I assume it's DMX saying yeah. suddenly like what, how does he say put this dick up in your stomach have you say my name have you like I papi nothing can stop me gorilla fuck that ass leave the pussy sloppy exactly. is that him that, yes yeah. so that was exactly that, that was though, the highlight right? it's like <laughs> hilarious amazing. but probably in his mind when he was laying down that verse he was imagining like boom 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 right boom. right yeah it's like, like when I get that feeling, exactly. pussy, yeah. still sloppy pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Put my dick all up in your guts. Like, I, it's, yeah, like, that's it's it. Just, like, just. That's how it goes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, it's mental. Isn't it? I mean, it just, it, it doesn't work. It yeah. doesn't like yeah. blend yeah. together at all. And I, I was never like, I know a lot of people love DMX and consume. Like, I, I agree, he's a legend. I never got into that whole Rough Riders thing though. It's there were a few songs I like, but I, I never bought any DMX albums back in the day when he was like a megastar, like when he was out selling Jay Z and shit. But it is just really 
really doesn't work for me to hear DMX's voice over like Marvin Gaye samples at all. I need just massive obnoxious keyboards and like <laughs> yeah. power bomb drums just like Dave, like you know, for a man who's most of his songs about either killing people or like raping them in prison, <laughs> oh, like, like it's it's when I get that feel, I'm gonna put my dick up in your guts. Like it's like what? Uh, that's right. It is like what was that track? Hold me down with Alicia Alicia Keys. Oh, well, that's Swiss that. Beats wife. And What's that? Alicia Keys is married to Swiss Beats. Oh, okay. That and, explains that. Yeah, but I think that's. I mean, at least she was like somebody whose music I ne- like. I never really got it, but I think she has a great voice yes, and, and yes, everything. Yes, it's like definitely. she's she's, she's got a nice really voice, talented, yeah. but I, I never it listened to her really music that much. Doesn't just album. doesn't work for me here. And, and a bo- <laughs> Bono bo- <laughs> skyscrapers. <laughs> I was laughing. I was like laughing beyond like I had a, oh, I had yeah, a drag yeah, yeah. out that Jim Norton gift to send you for how funny I thought that song was. Crazy, it is it? terrible. What it's is really Bono bad. doing? I understand. Apparently, though, um, Bono's vocals and the track, the track's instrumental goes back to tw- twenty twelve. Really, nine years ago. Yeah, Fuck. really weird. I mean, Bono was on that last Kendrick album, but it was not as ob. Not oh yeah, just yeah. Bono as yeah. this is, but skyscrapers. I've only listened to that song all the way through once. Same, um, yeah. Mostly because I was laughing for the back half of it. <laughs> and any other time I listened to it, it was like I'd get one minute and be like, that's enough, Bono. Sorry. Yeah. Like, you know. He's friends with someone, isn't he, then? One of the. I don't guys. know how Bono decided, like, mm. I'm. I'm gonna be that hip hop guy who comes in <laughs> and adds like weight to the songs. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, I I like the Jay and Naz song. Actually, oh, the third track is that? No, yeah, so, second track. Second track, yeah. Oh, but I only sorts. like it because of their verses, especially Naz yeah. is great. I think. Oh, no, Naz is great. On and that, like, yeah. I don't even know if DMX is on that song. <laughs> so. I also read that 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 track was originally recorded for Naz's 2012 Life Is Good album, but it didn't make the cut. Okay, that's a really good album. So yeah. I can see why it wouldn't make. Yeah, the I cut, read cut. I, the same. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand <laughs> yeah. why too. But I do think it's one of the better songs yeah. on the album here. Yeah. And I think the last two songs are pretty nice. Uh, yeah, uh, Letter to My Son. That, I mean, that's that's a really nice song, although the DMX aspect is worse. But like his letter to his son? Was his son right? is called Exodus, isn't he? That's right. Yeah. It's kind of ironic how he says, well, the lyric, his lyric, lyrics go, what I'm saying is stop thinking like a child, because what if, what if it's when I'm gone? I don't know if he wrote this like a month before he died or something. But but the thing is, he had no idea he was going to die. Because yeah, right, he had right, an right. overdose, right? I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's kind of I, I don't think there's anything on this. It's not like Bowie doing Black Star, where yeah, he's yeah, very yeah. obvious he that's knew right. he was like, Dying days were cancer. numbered. Yeah. Like, that's why DM was like, I'm still going for... <laughs> Sloppy. You're going to be sick of my dick. Because <laughs> that's what literally a lot of DMX songs about getting his dick sucked in prison. Nice. Not. Obviously. Yes. Well, I mean. Every time it comes around, I'm like, what? I just gotta get my dick sucked. That's a DMX li- like lyric. All right. So he All sw- my man's up in the jail before. Swings. He suck sw- my dick. So as long as they're do- <laughs> sucking him, he's not gay, That's right? prison rules, isn't it? Is it just rule? Okay. It's yeah. not, it doesn't make him bisexual. No? 
I don't think it does in prison rules. No, you just got to get really the release. Like, right? That's you know. Get the old. Uh, it's like the old suckaroo the, 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 the old. <laughs> <laughs> Never said that before. <laughs> I'd like to hear DMX say "suckaroo" in his voice. What a shame that can never happen. Now. Suckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> where are you, Suckaroo? <laughs> That's weird. Anyway, don't <laughs> know where that came from. Do you remember that Chris Rock bit about the salad toss? Uh, I think so. From the HBO mm. documentary. Maybe not, though. So there was this HBO documentary. This <laughs> <laughs> kind of ties in with DMX, I guess. Uh, <laughs> And I saw the documentary too, so it's not like Chris Rock made up the story, but they were interviewing these inmates at this prison, and this one guy was talking about how uh, when there's a new guy, they have to toss his salad. Toss mm. salad would be to eat a man's asshole out using jelly, like jam, as yeah. you would call Okay. And nice. uh, he goes, mm. I like grape jelly. <laughs> <laughs> and they're asking why, and he's like, well, if you make somebody suck your dick, they can close their eyes and pretend it's something else. But when you eat an ass, you know it's ass. <laughs> God. Charming image there. And But he also explained in that interview, this guy, that that doesn't make you gay because it's in prison. So, All right. Yeah. So as long as it's in prison, doesn't, it can't, it doesn't, prison rules, what are you going to do? It doesn't I guess. count against yeah. whatever you may. I guess so. Your preference. You do what you got to do. You do what you're going to do. I, just probably just I, feel like, I feel like jerking off is just totally yeah, adequate. Jerking off is perfectly yeah, fine. Yeah. Like, you know, even yeah. if I'm in prison for like 20 years, like don't think I'll be going for man ass. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? Either, <laughs> like, either mine or yeah. theirs. No, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't think that'll that'll be on the cards. Hopefully I, I'll never find out. Yes, it's that day. Someday, I'm pretty like, sure. Do you remember when I said I would never? Do? <laughs> pretty sure I will will not aim be aiming to go to prison anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, certainly not long enough to be looking at some big fucking black dude's asshole. Like <laughs> maybe. <laughs> God. Oh, what are we on to this again for? Uh, ah, anyway. yeah. Well, I mean, it's DMX. Oh, DMX. He started. He started it. He did. DMX. DMX. Come on. This classic song, Party Up. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's... that's career to fuck that ass. I can't get over that line. <laughs> leave the pussy sloppy. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to leave it sloppy. <laughs> you don't leave it dry. Oh, you don't Jesus leave it dry, though, puss. Isn't that that, that, uh, that song last year? What's it called again? Wet Ass Pussy. Wap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly, right? Right. Dry ass pussy probably wouldn't have sold as well. <laughs> dry ass. I got a dry ass pussy. <laughs> so I was buying that. To, well, that'd be dap, I guess. Dap, yeah. <laughs> to really rework those lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this album, me. Eh? <laughs> would be all gushy gushy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, this album. Exodus, this mm. tribute to this posthumous tribute to posthumous the tribute, deceased legend DMX. <laughs> we should get back on track, I guess. I mean, that's yeah for me. I mean, let's let's, let's roll out the track. I do quite like the West Side Gun song because West Side yes. Gun is yeah, there going Hood Blues, isn't it? Yeah, those I, three are cool, like Benny the Butcher. Yeah, I mean, those guys are great. Yeah, the three of them together. 
I'll be honest, like, walking in the rain, like, I didn't, I've, I've still, I've heard this album five times, I think, and I still haven't noticed that Naz is on that song for some reason. Yeah, I don't get that. No. Yeah. Where is his voice? I, I, I mean, mm. I, I guess at that point I'm just so it's tuned like, out. It's that guy doing the soulful bit, uh, Den, Den, Denoun, Den, Mr. Porter. Denau, I Denoun. think. Denoun. Porter, I think, yeah. yeah. That's kind of nice. That's a good track, though. I like that. Yeah, one. I think the last track, Prayer, is probably quite good, although I can't remember it off the top of my head. I read that Kanye West was also a producer of that track. Maybe some others as well. Okay. Kanye is involved in then. with some of this. Yeah, I, th- I think Kanye was a pretty big DMX fan. Was it, yeah. was it Kanye or Eminem? One of the, maybe both. Probably both, right? But, but like that stick-up skit is just needless uh, and embarrassing. Yeah, it's like it's this dude is dead. Did you need? Did you need to? I think oh, it was okay. an excuse to use like the fucking party up song. Oh, I can just like uh, use a little bit. Like, do you remember this? Do you remember DMX was great? <laughs> but I mean, like, money, money, money is shit. And oh, that's bad. Yeah, like dogs out with like Little Wayne is just totally whatever. Yeah, and it's interesting that in that bath salt oh. song, the Jane Nas one, Nas actually yeah. uses a Little Wayne line where he says, "I am like I am not human. I'm an alien." That's actually a little Wayne line. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, that song dogs out. There's another funny part of this where I think I think Little Wayne's raps, "I make her pussy rain cats and dogs." Oh, it's pouring down. <laughs> God, they're obsessed Sounds with like wet pussy, Wayne. aren't they? They love um, their puss. I don't remember like lyrics like that back in the nineties. Were it? it's so like graphic. I mean, not like the uh, some people were a bit, but mm. I mean, it's not like yeah, you didn't really hear a tribe called Quest like right? then make the pussy extremely wet, <laughs> <laughs> like the Sugar Hill Gang, right? Hip, right, right. Hop, pussy, 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 wit, 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 it, wit, wit, the pussy, puss. <laughs> it was never like that. Yeah, yeah, bizarre. But um, I mean, Lil Wayne yeah. did. You know, my favorite little Wayne Bert l- lyrics ever. My favorite lyrics ever. He goes, "She said my dick could be the next black president." <laughs> God, <laughs> which will never not amuse me. That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. well, if only, if only, uh, hmm. what's his name was here. Oh, the losing Bert, Bert. Yeah, to, to work the cliff to, while everyone else to, is getting to the destroy pussy it even more to make <laughs> just, it even worse yeah <laughs> <laughs> just to really lower the tone yeah. <laughs> yeah i think it's low enough yeah so i mean unfortunately yeah whatever the intentions were and whatever the good intentions are i this mm. i and the, the saddest thing i think even the songs that i thought were good at first the more i listen like only it's not like i'm listening to them repeatedly I, I gave the album like probably five listens I and up, I yeah. was bored as fuck by the last time yeah it's not very interesting like even the songs I liked I except for Jay like Naz's verse on the second song there's nothing here that I would ever be interested in listening to again yeah so I yeah I mean I pretty much feel the same I'm not going to be listening to this again nah there's not one track I'd need to I'd need to oh absolutely I'd feel not. like I need to put on no so. the, not the saying it's ru- like terrible no it's definitely not definitely it's got not. it's nice moments but uh, it's got no like what's the word um, long, longevity it has zero longevity mm. I would say yeah so I'm going to go like two and a half 
Okay, two I'm going to give stars. it a rather generous three. Uh, yeah, I was going to go three until that last listen, and then it was <laughs> yeah. just so like... Had enough. Even these last two songs are just like... I could listen to this, or I could yeah. just turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> and I know, that's, yeah. Uh, you know. I know, you'd never, you'd, never, you'd never think like... Yeah, you'd never think about it again, would yeah, you? Yeah, so... and. I never it's, will. So. I guess if you're a DMX fan, you probably would want this. If, if you were like a massive DMX mm. fan, massive Darkman X fan, then of that's what DMX stands for. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think you said before. <laughs> Earl, uh, forgot his family name. Anyway, if you're a big DMX fan, then of course you would probably want to close out the chapter of his life and career with with this posthumous album you reckon there'd be more to follow well I mean (laughs) the weird thing with like something like Tupac where it's like fucking like 20 years later and there's still like new Tupac versus like that's why there's all those like that conspiracy theory that he never actually died because like how many fucking verses do you have in the vaults <laughs> was he just all day long like I got more verses <laughs> like, I gotta lay these down somewhere like yeah like DMX is in my at least as far as I can tell, like barely on this album. So yeah. I think if there was more to come, they would have at least put it on this album. I don't think there's much left. Yeah, I reckon Unless that. they start like rework, like taking old verses from, like he did some ripoff album last time, I think, where some record label he signed with because no major label would sign him. Yeah, and they just put out an album without his permission. Oh, okay. Maybe they could take those verses and put those in different songs or something, like how Jay-Z put that Biggie verse into uh, one of his own songs. But mm, yeah, I, I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of... I, this went like quadruple platinum. I'm sure they'd be scraping the barrel somewhere, like fucking <laughs> in Pro Tools, putting p- p- like different words together, trying to make different verses. I'd be really shocked if this, <laughs> this sold more than but 50. I well, don't I think... sell, I mean, yeah. Streaming most of it anyway. Yeah, Who would buy I, a physical I, copy of this? Extreme fans, diehard fans. Yeah, I guess. I don't even know if DMX's like cousins would be buying this <laughs> one, to be honest. That's my dog, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure like even DMX's if, yeah. wife is feeling it like that. Yeah. Gets a free copy. Yeah. Might put it on put on the shelf. <laughs> put on the shelf. Yeah. Next to his the fo- his photos. Yeah. Anyway, I feel yeah. like we've been uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. unreasonably harsh. No, I mean, you know, it's not it's not shit, but won't listen to it again. Indeed. Didn't yeah. didn't hate was decidedly not great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's that. But I think uh, we can move along. Yes. And what's our what's our second review? Our it's secondary. Hard to believe by Lou Barlow. Did I get that right? You did not. I didn't. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> reason to believe. A reason to live. Reason Bloody hell. Third time's a charm. Third time lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Reason to Live by Lou Barlow, of course, from Dinosaur Jr., Sebado, Sentry Doe, Folk Implosion, and so on. From Massachusetts? I don't know yes, where he's from. Yes, they, they, he is a native of Massachusetts. Anyway, let's listen to something from... Cool. Let's listen to the title track. Cause I think it's a great idea. Yeah. They pay to take control, so let them have control. 
and I got a rock to roll. And when they make demands, we'll be holding hands, strong as any wall that stands. Go ravage the earth to make it home. The belly. That is Reason to Live. Yeah. Title track from uh, Lou Barlow's latest. Perhaps his fourth. Fourth, like, proper solo album. Like, we've done lots of things with other people, hasn't it? A number of albums. But yeah. Projects, I guess. I mean, there's a lot of projects. He's, I mean, like, Sentry Doll is basically just Lou. Yeah. And th- this kind of reminds me of, of his stuff as Sentry Doll, but I think I never listened to that. I mean, it's is it's it, all it like good? acoustic lo-fi stuff. It's it's. He, I think Lou just has like a, a great sense of melody, so mm, and great yeah. lyrics. So oh, it's yeah. it's always worth listening to. It's not as like sophisticated in the arrangements as this is. Mm. He is genuinely like a guy who seems to be improving as a songwriter. I think, like, obviously, like he's had great songs and great albums in the past, but he's. Mm. You know, a lot of people they just put out albums and just like, what's the point? Like Weezer, for example, right? Like, like it just like here's what we used to do, but much worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think Lou always, even on like that recent Dinosaur Junior album. Yeah, he and did, the one before, I think. I mean, yeah. Well, since he came back to the band, but yeah. I mean, you know, every time he puts out a song now, I think it's a good song. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I've always liked the. His yeah. songs on. I mean, even earlier, Dinosaur Jr. Yeah, songs I mean, I, like, I, I always loved did his vocals. Too, you know. I, I mean, liked his, always liked his voice. I, I was saying to you, off mic, but I kind of realized that Lou Barlow, in a way, is kind of like my ideal musician. I think, mm. like, when obviously going back to Dinosaur being a kid, but when like Sabado, when he left and he started doing Sabado thing, the folk implosion thing, I have, I have so many albums, but that Lou Barlow made, and it was sort of like. I love Pavement and I have all their shit but Lou was like to me or Sebado or whatever was the perfect example of what that like indie college rock kind of thing like mm. that R.E.M. kind of started yeah 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 uh, definitely whereas as much as like I love like so many like metal bands or hard rock bands or hip hop or mm. whatever that was always like the coolest music to me in a yeah. way I get, I get you and what I love about something like Sebado is that they could do like almost like hardcore punk and also like folk rock or folk like really folky melodic stuff on the same mm. album or each album would be kind of different and that's you know if you think about Lou's song on the on the Dinosaur Junior album Bug where he's just like screaming like a maniac oh, like right. he has that like punk element to him that he obviously loves that kind of thing I think they were in like a death metal band before him and Jay Maskus. Jay Maskus was the drummer. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And it's just like this perfect like amalgamation of music that I love outside of like hip hop or whatever. I think so. Mm. I need more music like Lou Barlow now. I <laughs> yeah, definitely. I I think I think uh, it would be really cool if there was more more artists like him doing 
music of this quality as well you know and it, it's so like it's still so lo-fi but it's mm. still like well produced yeah like mm. i think like if, if you listen to like sentry don't like it's super like it's literally just recording like a tape recorder mm. and like the early sebado stuff was just like he's so lo-fi he's the lowest fi <laughs> the know? lowest fi except for like someone like daniel johnson like he's basically like one step above that yeah but this is like i mean there's some of these sounds are like just completely blowing out the microphones on the guitars or in intentionally so i guess but it's so well done and yeah it's so pleasant to listen to his vocals i love the way like his vocals even in one song like he will go like Yep. total different vocal sounds like Definitely. not just adding like reverb or whatever but literally must be using different microphones at different positions like he, between verses yeah, he does because sound quite different it just it? changes but it makes the song so much more mm. interesting like yeah. that that could be terrible that could sound like 12 different takes and you didn't even bother like trying to line them up or something True. but I think the way these songs are structured it works so good and yeah I think so yeah I love his voice I always loved his voice it's also interesting how it's quite a I mean in terms of track numbers a lot of tracks a lot of, a lot songs, of songs on this Six, yeah. 17 I think yeah but it doesn't feel long yeah I mean it's I, not like a crazy long album mm. I, I, I think if I had any criticism it's like maybe you didn't need 17 tracks yeah. just because it it does yeah. it can get a little bit like mushy it was like which song was it? Or, or whatever but yeah maybe towards the end a the little second half, like uh, like the second half definitely ha like i wouldn't say there's any bad songs but it's like well yeah it would be a probably a much tighter better album if it didn't have every song yeah but still it's it doesn't feel long and i think I, I love a lot of the lyrics here and there's a lot of really very brutally honest lyrics that's true he really sort of opens up doesn't he on the, this album I think mm. he, he wrote somewhere in some interview he was saying like this is this is the music where he feels like he's just come home and he's realised like he loves certain people like maybe his family or close yeah. friends like he's really kind of opened up and there's songs yeah. about being like an alcoholic and stuff. <laughs> oh, well, not that particular. But, but yeah, I mean, okay. it's it's. But, oh, but, I actually but, mean it. That's true. Yeah, it, that, that's opening up, isn't it? <laughs> like, this is me, sort of thing. I mean, it it. Throws his but heart it's on like a, like a lot of self hatred, I think, and. Mm. But like not in like a yeah. miserable yeah, the world right. is a vampire kind of way. The world is a vampire. Anyway, whatever. I mean, it, yeah, it's definitely not like that sort of <laughs> fucking terrible self-hatred of like poor me but it there's a lot of songs about about like reflecting on himself and mm. his like past and failed relationships maybe and i i think he's a great lyricist i really do i think, I think he so. he writes great songs and they have especially with his voice like his voice carries so much sort of pathos and and like genuine like so, like he re he really feels genuine. I think it's not yeah. like a phony like. Oh yeah, like everything is me. I mean, and this like a, this is a guy who I assume is in his mid mid fifties now, and it sounds like kind of appropriate, really, doesn't it? This this yeah. sort of storytelling so, style yeah, of yeah. lyricism. How old is Luna? He's got to be like fifty five now. I see. I assume Jay Mascus is around that. Yeah. 
Uh, he is 54. Good guess. But in July, 55. So I'm basically correct. Actually, he was from Ohio. So Oh. Born in Dayton, Ohio. All right. It's interesting. So I guess he moved to Massachusetts yeah. as a youngster, perhaps. <laughs> First band was in Massachusetts. So, right. you know, close enough, right? Yeah. But he was actually, he was raised in uh, a bunch of places. All right. Jackson, I guess, in uh, Michigan and Westfield, Massachusetts. So didn't mm. actually grow up in Ohio. Interesting. Anyway. <laughs> uh, should we pop another song? Huh? I was going to say, like, uh, I was thinking of a particular song that would be nice to play, but yeah, see what you think. Uh, I haven't got that many available. Do you have Privatize? Track six? <laughs> nope. Ooh, okay. That's also track five on here. Oh. Oh, okay. How about uh why <laughs> I, why I, can I, it why can it wait? That's a good Okay, one. let's do that one. I know you want it to blow your mind until you Got it out your own pace Why can't it wait Creature reaching for the honeymoon Bite my tongue, you leave her dry That's why yeah. can't it wait? I just hearing like all those layers of yeah. acoustic guitars and just great melody and Christ, who has never, who hasn't felt why can't it wait before? Yeah, right. I think that every other day, <laughs> at least once. Definitely, when something comes up. It's so beautiful. I just love those little guitar, little, little I, I that little water. Is that called like a little lick before the? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. little transition bit. No, ding, ding, I, ding, I just, ding, if you really so listen, pretty. like you've got like the main rhythm, like mm. of the acoustic, and then you've got like all this like extra like different rhythm on mm. top of it. it's so well layered and yeah. built this song, and then just the chorus changes with massive like reverb washed vocals and guitars right, and like right. that. So sort of like I don't know if it's like a a keyboard or something coming Some in there. Some kind of like that, that yeah, drone. I only sound. heard that uh, the first time through your system. Yeah. I couldn't hear that before. It's so well done. Just great. I was thinking. I wonder what Jay Maskus would think when he hears this. Just be like, "Whoa, he's much better than me." <laughs> well, I mean, I was kind of like, I I often kind of yeah. wonder that thing because how does that work? Like, you know, when they when they didn't like each other. Yeah. And like. Right, right, right. Like when Sebado was putting out like Sebado three and Bakes Bake Sale and Harmacy, like those three albums are just light years better than anything Dinosaur Junior did in mm. that time. Yeah, yeah. And not that Dinosaur Junior I mean, all the Dinosaur Junior albums are good. But yeah. they're just so much better songwriting and more dynamic and yeah. interesting. It's like was Jay everything like, hmm, maybe maybe we should 
let Lou take some more uh, control of the songwriting process here. Do you think that's why we had maybe more tracks on their latest uh, albums than before? I mean, it could it be. It was like there were two or three on some of them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I hope so. I mean, it just it's such a waste. As much as I love Jay Maskus' stuff and oh, yeah. his style and everything, like, you just... I feel like like Lou Barley, he's certainly no like Chris Cornell or anything vocal vocal wise, but mm. he has one of my favorite voices ever. It's so pleasant. It's really nice to it's listen to. It's such a great sense of melody. Mm. It's such a sweet tone to his voice, and it's interesting that as he got older, like fifty five years old, he didn't sound any different than he did when he was like yeah. twenty five. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think so. And I, I don't know, yeah. I, I, I'm a big Lou, Lou Barlow fanboy for sure. So, I, I, I really love this album. I've listened. Oh yeah, I've probably listened to this ten times. Yeah. Since yeah, I, I, I think I listened to it ten times yesterday. Oh, just in one day. So yeah, I, I yeah. just was playing it over and over and over again. Yeah. And thought it was not. It's really but, nice in the car. But, well, <laughs> but it is. Plays, plays so Actually, nice. she 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 wasn't offended by her. I think. But it was oh, your like, daughter. Yeah, but it. But she was. Uh, she thought it was kind of pleasant, I guess. But it was like, do you have to listen to the same thing all the time? I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to DMX if you. Want. <laughs> Probably not appropriate. That, did, that didn't go down. Oh, oh, no, shit. I mean, as soon as he's like, that's my dog. That's my dog. That's my dog. Like he was like, no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Please turn it off, Daddy. Yeah, like, that is even for a nine-year-old. That is terrible music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. Wanna, you want to score this one up? All right, I'm going to go with four and three quarters. I too am going four and three quarters. I think the first four songs on this album, in particular, are probably the best first full song run on any album this year. Mm, I think that's a very fair statement yeah, yeah. Mm. and uh, it's not just those either There's yeah plenty of great songs like strewn throughout the 17 or so tracks here and it's I tell you what as well this is going to be like one of those albums where you keep discovering new things oh, the totally. more you listen to it like oh this melody this part this section well one thing I found like so listening cool. to it so much yesterday mm. was that I started actually noticing the lyrics. Obviously, the lyrics are not online; they're not on uh, only a little bit on Apple Music. Yeah, they might be online now, but they weren't yesterday. And it's so I wasn't really thinking about the lyrics too much because I was like doing other stuff while I was listening to it. And then when I just started noticing these lines or like what some of the songs are about, like it mm. just elevated other songs that weren't so immediate, like really quickly suddenly became like, oh god this song is about this or about that or whatever and I think once you get really familiar with the album by the time you get there where you know all these songs and you know everything what they're about and all the little overdubs and little sounds that are tucked away in there I think it's going to be a really special album so mm. yeah. it's going to be one of the best for 2021 yeah I mean, the first half we're actually exactly on the first half today. We are. Half of the year's done. Jeez, oh, that's wait, that's not, that's, not, that's not true, isn't it? The end of June would be the end of the uh, first half of the year. Sorry. That's right. But start of, you know what I mean? Almost started, you. Almost this I mean, six months. It's still insane that we're at yeah. the end of May. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Considering how weird last year was, it's 
still crazy how fast this year is <laughs> just flying away. <laughs> fuck this year. <laughs> <laughs> Did we say fuck 2020? Oh, fuck 2021. Yeah. I guess uh, maybe it's better in this year. I guess we, we, we learned to deal with it a bit more, maybe cope with it. Forget I about guess it. So, but, mm. Whatever. Yeah. Thanks for Lou, thanks to Lou Barlow, we got some great music. So, yeah, I mean, it's, really was like not it. expecting this one to come out mm. like this, but yep, same. So, um, we haven't got anything that I forgot to do, right? Uh, and is there anything else we've been listening to? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, what have I been listening to? Well, um. I did listen to the the Bonnie Prince Billy and Matt Sweeney album again. Oh yeah, I did. I did listen. actually. Yeah, certainly the first few tracks. And mm. uh, still really liked that. I put on uh, the Black Keys Brothers yesterday yeah. in the car. That was awesome. It is a really good album. Mm. Um, what else was it? I, I I've been listening to Curses. Uh, Curses. Jesus. Curses. Curses. Um. <laughs> uh, the Ugly Organ album. Oh okay, because you know, it's most most people's favorite cursive album. It's not my favorite cursive album, but it is an album that I love. And I I was thinking about a song, and I thought oh, I want to listen to that song, so I I put it on. And yeah, that that album just keeps getting better and better. Every all these years later, every time I go through like a listening period, it's just like. I, I still think Tim Casher is probably one of the two greatest lyricists of all time, in my opinion. And mm. uh, the depth he gives some of those songs is just like unfathomable. So I I love that band and I love uh, that album. Yeah. So I, I've been listening to that a lot. Also, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. <laughs> maybe maybe something else. Yeah. I did try this band uh, uh, Black Midi and the album Calvalcade, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be like a big kind of band blowing up recently. It got some like, huge reviews from all the typical websites and places. But I don't know. It's something that's not easy to get into. So I might. I don't really like it at this point. What kind of music is it? Mm, it's hard to explain. It's kind of like, I mean, it's alternative. It's it's got jazz elements in there, some rock elements. I did add it, but like you went like the first track's kind of annoying. It gets the second track's pretty good. <laughs> like Mark. most things, I, I yeah, there's some even, interesting uh, stuff. Try, that's for sure. So. It's definitely interesting. Something to maybe attempt to listen to. I mean, I guess but, we could say I, I did listen to the uh, the smile stuff as well. The Tom York thing. And, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so that was that pretty impressive. Really, really. Did we mention it last week? We mentioned that it oh, happened. We did. Yeah, okay. but I listened to it a bit more. Put more listening into yeah. it, and uh, mm. hope that album's coming. Need, need. That. I did see a, a video of Ed O'Brien talking about it too. I guess he did like a live. What did he Q&A have to say? Thing. Was he? Uh, well, impressed? yeah, he was like super supportive, though. He thought it was great. So he hasn't been kicked out. Radiohead. No, <laughs> Radiohead's not finished. <laughs> it was kind of funny because he was like, "I didn't watch it live because it was my dad's 80th birthday, so I chose him over this one." <laughs> but, Fair enough. But I mean, he's got all those songs are really complicated. And, like that that Tom guy, the drummer. He's saying how he's like an amazing drummer. He plays with uh, the drummer who was on Ed's Yob album. Apparently. Oh, okay. And, Interesting. Uh, don't remember the drumming in that album. I don't, I don't remember the drumming. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> 
it's but gone I agree that the new Tom guy in The Smile is an unbelievable yeah, drummer yeah, yeah yeah definitely and he's saying apparently Tom Tom York's first instrument when they first met in school because mm. they went to like like not high school but you know secondary school mm. um they were in like a school play together oh, okay and tom was doing the music with some other kid and he was playing bass apparently bass was tom's first <laughs> instrument interesting so that's like some of those tracks tom's killing it on the bass so yeah. it was kind of interesting to me because i i had no idea about that yeah i, I always assumed it was never guitar. seen him play bass too the, on, the only uh, the only radiohead song i know he plays bass on is um I think Idiotech maybe oh, okay. he plays bass on mm. that either Idiotech or the the National Anthem I forget which song has the very distinct bass line but right. I know he wrote that one anyway mm-hmm. and live he does play bass on that song but I see anywho yeah. um, coming up this week there's only one album of any notability oh what is that which is a new album from Japanese Breakfast oh okay who is an act an artist who I did like her last album but didn't really listen to it enough because didn't need to back then oh Jubilee but yes Jubilee so but other than that I guess we have to figure unless something uh, suddenly um, drops out of nowhere isn't isn't Lucy Dacus coming soon oh June 25th no not 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 yet though yeah I, need, I can't wait for that. So we, we might even do like a, a bit of a feature next week. Wee, wee. <laughs> Making her head bigger there. Oh, look at that. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's almost like if you looked at her in like 2008 and then 2020. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> we may, may have to do a special feature next week. Maybe we could do the the old top 10 uh, billboard charts. Oh, again. that, yeah. Maybe a Spotify chart. So maybe iTunes, our top like 10 that. countdown 1987 will have to just be for our Patreon fans. Uh, I mean, we could do that, but <laughs> that's I'm not prepped for that <laughs> at all. <laughs> so. It's quite some big stuff, are you? Yeah. Oh, it reminds me, I was watching a bunch of like 1980s mu- uh, music videos. You remember like, um, it's 1987, so uh, U2's... Um, uh, where the streets have no name. Remember that set in New York? Was it New York where they're playing live on that building? Oh, I do. Yeah, so awesome. Yeah, yeah. and stuff like Bruce Springsteen and what else was around that year? REM, I guess. But mm. that was a pretty cool time. I love yeah. that video. Yeah, nostalgic for me. But it's a great um, song, though. Yeah, fucking hell, yeah. Yeah. Shame like Bono end up like not like now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> end up on a tear. Great example of somebody who forgot how to write good songs. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah, a better I, example than Weezer because okay, yeah. The high to low ratio is vast <laughs> when it comes to Bono. That's right? true. Yeah. But yeah, so that, yeah, the Billboard thing. I could mean, be maybe a possibility. we could figure that out some sort of chart. Maybe see what's mm. popular in the world right now, or maybe we could even do a deep dive. I guess we haven't really got there on the Patreon yet. True. We have to discuss True. that, of course. Mm. I don't know if we should keep giving away those great free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't get that thought out. Um, uh, of course, you can support the show if you like extra features and extra episodes, and keep sub, sub, not sub, yeah, subscribing. I guess subscribing. yeah, keep 
putting out that dolo for uh, for the fellas to to make more content for you. More that sweet, more sweet dory me. If yeah. Ah, wrong button. Sorry about that. Oh dear. <laughs> that was all messed up. Yeah. Meant to say another one, but another one. I mean of course, if you would like that $10 a month tier to stop use of the soundboard, you can let me know and I'll set that up to, <laughs> to yeah. eradicate all soundboard use from the show. Let, let us know. Yes. But, uh, It'd be yeah. great if DJ Khaled actually finds us out and spon- starts sponsoring us. I feel like DJ Khaled's more likely to DMCA us for using his voice. <laughs> <laughs> You know, know something? I'm really smart. Let me tell you something. Oh, I'm very smart. Uh, let me tell you something. Sorry, DJ. I'm very smart. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Man, um, but uh, not strong for a hot sauce. Yes. I watched Paris Hilton eat 10 hot sauce wings yesterday. Oh. So if Paris Hilton can do it, you should be able that. to do it, DJ. Cam. A new hot, hot ones episode, though. Okay. Um, no, she she did one from home, but there is a new episode back in the studio now with yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. white rap guy. Mm-hmm. It, it's actually it's a fun episode. Okay, because cool. he like he looks like he's being a boxing match, but <laughs> like one of his he puts like sauce right in his eyeball by mistake, and then his right eye is almost swollen half shut by the end of <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome! Can't yeah. wait. I hope it's that's in four K quality. It is nice, <laughs> nice. Swollen eyeball. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, join uh, join us next week. Yes. Uh, join the know. Midnight Waves Army. Absolutely. Hit us up on Midnight Waves Podcast Gmail dot com. Instagram Midnight Waves Podcast. Yeah. No point going to Twitter, but you can if you yeah. want at Midnight Waves CJ, and of course Midnight uh, Patreon dot com slash Midnight Waves Podcast, where you can support the show and that's where you need to go that is where you need to go and again mm. if you would like our only fans <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> only, so far no takers <laughs> only fans midnight ways so far no takers only fans dot com slash midnight ways but if you'd like those balls oh, just, God. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> no, thank you that's what I'd be saying anyway no Ball, like hard boiled <laughs> eggs, smooth <laughs> like eggs. <laughs> what was that? Oh, the Chappelle, but, oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, yep. join us next week for Japanese breakfast and whatever the fuck else I guess we figure out to do by then. Awesome. Boo boy.
Watch the world spinning gently out of time. 